1 Kings 2 As David's time to die drew near, he charged Solomon his son, saying, I am going the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and show yourself a man. Keep the charge of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his ordinances, and his testimonies, according to what is written in the law of Moses, that you may succeed in all that you do and wherever you turn, so that the Lord may carry out his promise which he spoke concerning me, saying, If your sons are careful of their way, to walk before me in truth with all their heart and with all their soul, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. Now you also know what Joab the son of Zeruah did to me, what he did to the two commanders of the armies of Israel, to Abner the son of Ner, and to Amasa the son of Jether whom he killed. He also shed the blood of war in peace, and he put the blood of war on his belt about his waist, and on his sandals on his feet. So act according to your wisdom, and do not let his gray hair go down to Sheol in peace, but show kindness to the sons of Barzillai the Gileadite, and let them be among those who eat at your table. For they assisted me when I fled from Absalom your brother. Behold, there is with you Shimei the son of Gera the Benjamite, of Bahurim. Now it was he who cursed me with a violent curse on the day I went to Mahanaim. But when he came down to me at the Jordan, I swore to him by the Lord, saying, I will not put you to death with the sword. Now therefore do not let him go unpunished, for you are a wise man. And you will know what you ought to do to him, and you will bring his gray hair down to Sheol with blood. Then David slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David. The days that David reigned over Israel were forty years. Seven years he reigned in Hebron, and thirty-three years he reigned in Jerusalem. And Solomon sat on the throne of David his father, and his kingdom was firmly established. Now Adonijah the son of Haggath came to Bathsheba the mother of Solomon. And she said, Do you come peacefully? And he said, Peacefully. Then he said, I have something to say to you. And she said, Speak. So he said, You know that the kingdom was mine, and that all Israel expected me to be king. However, the kingdom has turned about and become my brother's, for it was his from the Lord. Now I am making one request of you. Do not refuse me. And she said to him, Speak. Then he said, Please speak to Solomon the king, for he will not refuse you, that he may give me Abishag the Shunammite as a wife. Bathsheba said, Very well, I will speak to the king for you. So Bathsheba went to King Solomon to speak to him for Adonijah. And the king arose to meet her, bowed before her, and sat on his throne. Then he had a throne set for the king's mother, and she sat on his right. Then she said, I am making one small request of you. Do not refuse me. And the king said to her, Ask my mother, for I will not refuse you. So she said, Let Abishag the Shunammite be given to Adonijah your brother as a wife. King Solomon answered and said to his mother, And why are you asking Abishag the Shunammite for Adonijah? Ask for him also the kingdom, for he is my older brother, even for him, for Abiathar the priest, and for Joab the son of Zeruah. Then King Solomon swore by the Lord, saying, May God do so to me, and more also, if Adonijah has not spoken this word against his own life. Now therefore, as the Lord lives, who has established me and set me on the throne of David my father, and who has made me a house as he promised, surely Adonijah shall be put to death today. So King Solomon sent Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and he fell upon him so that he died. Then to Abiathar the priest the king said, Go to Anathoth, to your own field, for you deserve to die. But I will not put you to death at this time, because you carried the ark of the Lord God before my father David. 
and because you are afflicted in everything with which my father was afflicted. So Solomon dismissed Abiathar from being priest to the Lord in order to fulfill the word of the Lord which he had spoken concerning the house of Eli in Shiloh. Now the news came to Joab, for Joab had followed Adonijah, although he had not followed Absalom. And Joab fled to the tent of the Lord and took hold of the horns of the altar. It was told King Solomon that Joab had fled to the tent of the Lord, and behold, he is beside the altar. Then Solomon sent Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, saying, Go, fall upon him. So Benaiah came to the tent of the Lord and said to him, Thus the king has said, Come out. But he said, No, for I will die here. And Benaiah brought the king word again, saying, Thus spoke Joab, and thus he answered me. The king said to him, Do as he has spoken, and fall upon him and bury him, that you may remove from me and my father's house the blood which Joab shed without cause. The Lord will return his blood on his own head, because he fell upon two men more righteous and better than he, and killed them with the sword, while my father David did not know it, Abner the son of Ner, commander of the army of Israel, and Amasa the son of Jether, commander of the army of Judah. So shall their blood return on the head of Joab, and on the head of his descendants for ever. But to David and his descendants, and his house and his throne, may there be peace from the Lord for ever. Then Benaiah the son of Jehoiada went up and fell upon him, and put him to death. But he was buried in his own house in the wilderness. The king appointed Benaiah the son of Jehoiada over the army in his place, and the king appointed Zadok the priest in the place of Abiathar. Now the king sent and called to Shimei, and said to him, Build for yourself a house in Jerusalem, and live there. Do not go out from there to any place, for on the day you go out and cross over the brook Kidron, you will know for certain that you shall surely die. Your blood shall be on your own head. Shimei then said to the king, The word is good. As my lord the king has said, so your servant will do. So Shimei lived in Jerusalem many days. But it came about at the end of three years that two of the servants of Shimei ran away to Achish the son of Makkah, king of Gath. And they told Shimei, saying, Behold, your servants are in Gath. Then Shimei arose and saddled his donkey and went to Gath to Achish to look for his servants. And Shimei went and brought his servants from Gath. It was told Solomon that Shimei had gone from Jerusalem to Gath and had returned. So the king sent and called for Shimei and said to him, Did I not make you swear by the Lord and solemnly warn you, saying, You will know for certain that on the day you depart and go anywhere you shall surely die? And you said to me, The word which I have heard is good? Why then have you not kept the oath of the Lord and the command which I have laid on you? The king also said to Shimei, You know all the evil which you acknowledge in your heart, which you did to my father David. Therefore the Lord shall return your evil on your own head. But King Solomon shall be blessed, and the throne of David shall be established before the Lord forever. So the king commanded Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and he went out and fell upon him so that he died. Thus the kingdom was established in the hands of Solomon. 1 Chronicles 29 Then King David said to the entire assembly, My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is still young and inexperienced, and the work is great. For the temple is not for man, but for the Lord God. Now with all my ability I have provided for the house of my God the gold for the things of gold, and the silver for the things of silver, and the bronze for the things of bronze, the iron for the things of iron, and wood for the things of wood, 
onyx stones and inlaid stones of antimony and stones of various colors and all kinds of precious stones and alabaster in abundance. Moreover, in my delight in the house of my God, the treasures I have of gold and silver I give to the house of my God, over and above all that I have already provided for the holy temple, namely, three thousand talents of gold, of the gold of Ophir, and seven thousand talents of refined silver, to overlay the walls of the buildings, of gold for the things of gold, and of silver for the things of silver, that is, for all the work done by the craftsmen. Who then is willing to consecrate himself this day to the Lord? Then the rulers of the fathers' households, and the princes of the tribes of Israel, and the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, with the overseers over the king's work, offered willingly. And for the service and for the house of God they gave five thousand talents, and ten thousand derricks of gold, and ten thousand talents of silver, and eighteen thousand talents of brass, and a hundred thousand talents of iron. Whoever possessed precious stones gave them to the treasury of the house of the Lord in the care of Jehiel the Gershonite. Then the people rejoiced because they had offered so willingly, for they made their offering to the Lord with a whole heart, and King David also rejoiced greatly. So David blessed the Lord in the sight of all of the assembly, and David said, Blessed are you, O Lord God of Israel our Father, for ever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Indeed, everything that is in the heavens and in the earth, yours is the dominion, O Lord, and you exalt yourself as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all, and in your hand is power and might, and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. Now, therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I, and who are my people, that we should be able to offer as generously as this? For all things come from you, and from your hand we have given you. For we are sojourners before you, and tenants, as all our fathers were. Our days on the earth are like a shadow, and there is no hope. O Lord our God, all this abundance that we have provided to build you a house for your holy name, it is from your hand, and all is yours. Since I know, O my God, that you try the heart and delight in uprightness, I, in the integrity of my heart, have willingly offered all these things. So now with joy I have seen your people who are present here make their offerings willingly to you. O Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, our fathers, preserve this forever in the intentions of the heart of your people, and direct their heart to you. And give to my son Solomon a perfect heart to keep your commandments, your testimonies, and your statutes, and to do them all, and to build the temple for which I have made provision. Then David said to all the assembly, Now bless the Lord your God. And all the assembly blessed the Lord, the God of their fathers, and bowed low and did homage to the Lord and to the king. On the next day they made sacrifices to the Lord, and offered burnt offerings to the Lord. 1,000 bulls, 1,000 rams, and 1,000 lambs with their drink offerings and sacrifices in abundance for all Israel. So they ate and drank all that day before the Lord with great gladness. And they made Solomon the son of David king a second time, and they anointed him as ruler for the Lord and Zadok his priest. Then Solomon sat on the throne of the Lord as king instead of David his father, and he prospered, and all Israel obeyed him. All the officials, the mighty men, and all the sons of King David pledged allegiance to the King Solomon. The Lord highly exalted Solomon in the sight of all Israel, and bestowed on him royal majesty which had not been on any king before him in Israel. Now David, the son of Jesse, reigned over all Israel. 
The period which he reigned over Israel was forty years. He reigned in Hebron seven years, and in Jerusalem thirty-three years. Then he died in a ripe old age, full of days, riches, and honor, and his son Solomon reigned in his place. Now the acts of King David, from first to last, are written in the chronicles of Samuel the seer, in the chronicles of Nathan the prophet, and in the chronicles of Gad the seer, with all his reign, his power, and his circumstances which came on him on Israel and all the kingdoms of the lands. Romans 7 Or do you not know, brethren, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has jurisdiction over a person as long as he lives? For the married woman is bound by law to her husband while he is living, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law concerning the husband. So then, if while her husband is living she is joined to another man, she shall be called an adulteress, but if her husband dies, she is free from the law, so that she is not an adulteress, though she is joined to another man. Therefore, my brethren, you also were made to die to the law through the body of Christ, so that you might be joined to another, to him who is raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For while we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in the members of our body to bear fruit for death. But now we have been released from the law, having died to that by which we were bound, so that we serve in newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? May it never be. On the contrary, I would not have come to no sin except through the law, for I would not have known about coveting if the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, taking opportunity through the commandment, produced in me coveting of every kind. For apart from the law, sin is dead. I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin became alive and I died. And this commandment, which was to result in life, proved to result in death for me. For sin, taking an opportunity through the commandment, deceived me and through it killed me. So then the law is holy, and the commandment is holy and righteous and good. Therefore did that which is good become a cause of death for me? May it never be. Rather, it was sin, in order that it might be shown to be sin by effecting my death through that which is good, so that through the commandment sin would become utterly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of flesh, sold into bondage to sin. For what I am doing I do not understand, for I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate. But if I do the very thing I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that the law is good. So now, no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I want, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. I find then the principle that is evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man, but I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin which is in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then on the one hand I myself with my mind am serving the law of God, but on the other, with my flesh, the law of sin.